Welcome to Attenuation, a weekly podcast where two friends come together to drink beer, discuss beer styles and trends, and just generally ruminate on the meaning of life, aka beer. If you enjoy your time with us, we invite you to become a weekly listener and subscribe to the podcast. Without further ado, here is this week's episode. Hello, and welcome to episode 42 of Attenuation, a beer podcast. My name is Jason, and I'm joined by my best friend since eighth grade, Stephen. Hello. I almost forgot my name. Yeah, that's okay. It happens. You're you're rusty. We took a week off. Yeah, that's right. We did take a week off. Jason has forgotten who he is. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a long week. (laughs) Well, welcome to 2022, Stephen. How are you doing? Good, good. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I can't believe that. Last year just, like, evaporated. Yeah, they always do. They fly by. Yes. So we figured one of our first episodes, I think it was number three. And yes. We, was it number three? Yeah. Yeah. And it was rebroadcast last week. It's our White Whales episode. So we thought, what a good time to revisit it. It might be an annual feature where we do a White Whales recap of our year that's passed and maybe cover any whales we caught and then as it is with lists unfortunately we'll have (laughs) added a bunch of whales to our list so we're never going to catch them all constantly evolving yes changing but it's fun to try to catch as many as you can so yeah as is the uh the podcast constantly evolving because as i found out from listening to episode three man we're so much better at this now (laughs) We're not better at the intro. No, no. The intro is still... It's still a train wreck. <laughs> I think we had a streak there where we got it right, but, you know. Yeah, it fell off the rails. It was good for a little while. But, yeah, we have a formula now. And speaking of that formula, we have the next first segment we always do, and it's Stephen and I's favorite segment. That's where we get to drink beer. So I will be introducing my beer and giving some nose notes, and then I pass it to Stephen to do the same, and then we'll return with our tasting notes. Yeah, why why do we do anything else after that? We should just stop the podcast. Just just fluff. (laughs) (laughs) It's the only reason, the real reason we do this podcast is just so we can can drink good beer and talk to each other. Yeah, then we got to do something while we drink, so. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so I have a beer from Sierra Nevada today. This is... Dankful IPA. And I don't know how long they've been making this. I feel like maybe a really long time. I've just never tried it for some reason. And I got a six pack last week and I really like it. So I wanted to drink one on the podcast and give my nose and taste to it. So this one is a bit stronger, I think. It is oh seven point four percent. So fifty-five IBUs. Oh, are you looking it up? Yeah. <laughs> That's not very high at all, is it? No, no. So pour is a very beautiful. It's kind of murky, but it's a orange, like a dark orange, like marmalade color. And then there's a pretty active, thick head. Ooh, it smells really good. Very piney, malty, bready, and a little bit of uh, some of those tropical fruits and a little bit of like orange. Good nose on this one. I'll pass it to you, Stephen, to introduce yours. I am drinking a beer that I found just today this is from founders in michigan it's called fruitwood it is part of their barrel aged series it is a cherry ale aged in maple syrup bourbon barrels i'm jealous (laughs) 
That sounds amazing. Let me give you some specs on this. 8% ABV. This is the 2022 release. It was bottled on November 10th, so it's two months old. And that's Founders, right? Yes, you said that. Yeah. This sounds like it's right up my alley. So it's pouring this very clear, kind of pinkish hue. Almost like a, a little bit of like an amber orangey tint to it, but kind of pink as well. Uh, very effervescent head uh, that sticks around. Quite a bit of lacing. Ooh, okay, let me give you some nose notes. <laughs> I bet it's going to smell like cherries. <laughs> yeah, it smells like uh, maraschino cherries. Ooh, I like that. Definitely getting some maple syrups. A very sweet, syrupy cherry. This is going to taste like cough syrup, but in a good way. Yeah, almost like a hint of, um, uh, like a herbal hint, maybe like cinnamon kind of, just kind of a herbal spiciness on the nose. Okay. Nice. Oof, All right. I'm excited. Cheers. Okay. I like this one a lot, actually. It's like on the entrance, you just get a lot of like dank grass, pine, kind of those, like vegetal earthy flavors. And then I swear there's like a pop of sweetness, like right after that. And then you get bitter hops again, grapefruit orange rind and then just a really long hop finish um it's just really it's like a very solid solid ipa so i'll give it a thumbs up it's not like i wouldn't say it's like blowing my mind but it's just like i'd be super happy to like drink one of these after work sierra nevada knows how to nail a uh, west coast ipa <laughs> yes <of course. laughs> invented it almost <laughs> yeah so i uh, you know i've always liked um, torpedo and all those other ones but i think i actually prefer this one to those this is quite good nice so you got a thumbs up thumbs up how is your uh medicinal cough syrup this is gonna be a two thumbs up day oh nice because this beer is so good i had to sit with it for a while and really kind of digest what's going on here it, it's not as light bodied as i thought it would be from the look just because it's so clear and effervescent it does it's kind of medium bodied but i think that's from the maple syrup so apparently these barrels that they aged in they are bourbon barrels but they've also held maple syrup in them i'm not sure which one they held first it's kind of interesting but they've held both maple syrup and bourbon the cherry comes first it's this like light tart cherry almost like it, it's like on the verge of being a sour beer but it, then it's not it cools off and it's just sweet and then you get it's like maple syrup and vanilla kind of a honey sweetness but it, it's not cloying or like it's not overpowering it's just enough and then you get these like this oak and then the bourbon booze finish that is also not unpleasant like it's just this bourbon complexity with this cherry and if you like lick your lips afterwards you get it's like you just taste if you, it's like you just ate a sweet cherry like you get wow. it it's, it's super super cherry sweet like on your lips um but in the like actual drinking of it it's just this like cherry bourbon wonderfulness like perfectly balanced oh you're making me want one of these really bad <laughs> yeah you would love this sounds up my alley i'm checking my local bevmo as we speak <laughs> so definitely a thumbs up sounds like yeah this is really really good i'm glad i picked this up yeah that's a great find do you do you get a lot of founders in your like area yeah tons of founder stuff okay yeah that's awesome yeah i we- had a little bit of a michigan haul today i got this and then i got a bell's kalamazoo stout there's one called kalamazoo stout kalamazoo stout yeah Wow. Like their original stout recipe. 
from Bells. Okay, that's super cool. That's I'm adding that as we speak to my white whale list. Because <laughs> I used to live in Kalamazoo. Added another one. Nice. Alright, cool. Well, two thumbs up today for our drink and beer segment. And then next we have postscripts where we do corrections to previous episodes which i have a postscript but i need to do more research about i really want to cover the coffee waves because i found out yeah that is definitely a thing ah okay yeah, yeah. so i'll report more on that i gotta i don't want to mess it up though so but i do have beer news for us today which is pretty I'll tell fun. you first um how serendipitous i was today though with this beer because i literally went to the grocery store looking for this Fruitwood from Founders because I saw it on Instagram today and I found it and the beer guy was in the aisle and so I was able to single it out because the four pack of this was like 16 bucks oh and I didn't really want a four pack you know it's what's one of those beers it's like this might be great but it might be horrible so yeah it's uh, high risk high reward yeah so luckily I was able to single it out perfect the the beer god smiled on me again today yeah you get lucky all the time (laughs) sir I'm jealous. Okay, what's your beer news? Okay, <laughs> so we often reference the Beer Advocate Top 250. It's their top 250 rated beers. They just released the top 250 worst beers in the world. So is that a top 250 <laughs> list or a bottom? It's a bottom 250. <laughs> but if you go to like their website, you can hit top 250. And on the very farthest right tab, they added one that just says worst, and you can click that. <laughs> so they're in reverse. Well, they're in order from the worst beer on their website to the best. Do you want to take a guess at what the worst beer is? Something from Budweiser. <laughs> You're correct. So there's a theme. There's a theme, and it's going to become obvious <laughs> the, to you. The theme is so Budweiser. <laughs> not necessarily, because they're... They do. They are in the top worst. A lot of the beers in the worst of the worst are light beers because, yeah, you're sacrificing a lot of flavor to get like a beer that doesn't have very like many calories. calories. Yeah. yeah. So the worst beer on here is Budweiser Select 55, which is a 55 calorie beer, which that's pretty impressive. Only yeah, 55 that's calories. Pretty low. Yeah. So, but based on 618 ratings of this beer, it has a 1.66. That's a very, very, very bad score. Uh, and sorry, the um, score that's put together for Beer Advocate is a 43. And the prefix to that is awful. 43 is awful. Oh, it actually has a prefix, huh? Yeah, because remember we figured out, like, world class yeah. was. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't think they even had a prefix for, I guess, lower than 60 is awful. So. Awful. And then we have number two is Natural Light. Number three is something called Sharps from Miller. I don't know what this is. Okay, wait, I have a question, though. Yeah. So the worst beer, the worst beer, gets a 43? That's correct. Like, what's a one? I don't understand. What's a zero? Um, I don't know what a zero would be. It'd be like if you... Like, why? You rated it 43, but it's... But think 43 out of 100 is like... I mean, it's terrible. I get that. That's an F. I get yeah I don't know I, apparently you can't get lower than 43 apparently you can't maybe you can but no 43 it's at the bottom of the barrel well I'll just just wait a few years but I go with something <laughs> else and it'll score lower than a 43 so the I guess there's, a, there's yeah. room to get worse I guess that's yeah the, exactly that's the point there's room to get even worse okay I got gotcha. you and there's room you got to leave room at the top they haven't you know, had like, my homebrew yet so <laughs> That's what I was actually going to say. Not your homebrew, but like maybe if you tried to craft beer. It's for okay. 
it was a disaster, you'd be lower than a 43. Because, like, I'm sure this is... Budweiser Select 55 is probably better than some people's homebrew. That, that's probably true. Um, but, yeah, there's just... A lot of these are light beers. Like, Milwaukee's Best Light, Bud Light, Bush Light. And then there's some of the Ices. And then I had to do a quick search because my favorite beer, when I first started drinking beer was high life miller high life <laughs> and i was really hoping it wasn't in the bottom 250 but it is indeed it's number <laughs> two. i don't think yeah it was not gonna escape <laughs> but it almost did it was number 221 okay yeah that's so if it, it was had on, made it. on the cusp <laughs> yes it was on the cusp as a bubble a bubble beer it was on the bubble it was on the bubble yeah <laughs> It's a it's a wild card or whatever, yeah. So <laughs> there you go, Stephen. The beer advocate now has the top rated 250 and the bottom rated 250. Sounds like the kiss of death is uh, when you put ice in your name. <laughs> yeah, and I don't. I used to know why. We'll postscript it. Yeah, Waters it down. Call it ice. It's only ice. good if it's really cold. <laughs> <laughs> It's possible. But a lot of the uh, brands call some of their beers ice. And I'll have, to figure, I'll have to drill down into why that is. I swear they have like a higher ABV or something like that. But mm. we'll see. All right. So there's your pretty fun and silly and stupid beer news. I like it. I have a postscript. Okay. It's a short one. When we talked about Rubicon Brewing, we talked about their wheat wine. Oh, yes. And you asked me if it had a name. It does. It's called the Rubicon uh, Winter Wheat Wine. Oh, okay. Winter Wheat Wine. Perfect. Mind blown. (laughs) That's what we call in the biz a safe name. Safe name. Low effort. No, no, it's 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 okay. We give them a pass because you're advertising what you're getting. Yeah, yeah. The name of the beer style is in the name. Okay. Yeah, because then, like, I don't... If it's called, like... Descent into Madness, I have to then, like, Google it and try to figure... Or, like, read the side of the bottle and try to figure out what they're trying to sell me. True. That's true. Good point. So, so I can appreciate it. And they put winter in front of it, you know? Yeah. A little the season flavor. they think you should be drinking it. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, also, another tidbit of beer news. They've officially begun brewing Pliny the Younger. Oh, epic. They posted it on Instagram. Beautiful. When is the release? February 4th through the 17th. All right. And I wrote notes on the hops that they used. Warrior hops, Amarillo hops, Simcoe hops, Citra, Mosaic, Nelson Savin, Chinook, and Elixir hops. That is quite the hop bill. Yeah. I'm excited. Elixir hops are cool. They give like sort of tobacco leather notes. Okay. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of flavors going on here in these... Uh, in this mixture of hot profiles. So. And then are they bottling again this year? Yes. Nice. So expect a long line. Yeah. I think I'm going to go. Okay. Yeah. I Like, the more I think about it, the more excited I get. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I mean, it's kind of funny. We we're talking about white whales and, and I've had Pliny the Younger. It's a white whale I've had, but I think it's a white whale I just want to get every year. <laughs> Well, we talked about it. There's something about going to the release and feeling the energy and hanging out with the other crazy beer it's nerds. Something else. Yeah, it really, it's really is. really fun. So, so, no, I totally understand. So, coming to Cali, February. All right. I'll do my best to try to join you on that endeavor. All right. So, are you ready to tackle our new, well, the whales we caught in 2021 
and the whales were hunting in 2022. I'm ready. So first, we should talk about the whales we caught. So did you catch any white whales this year, Stephen? I did actually catch a few. Nice. Thanks, thanks to my amazing co-worker who travels up to Boston occasionally. He brought me back some Julius from Treehouse and some Fort Point Pale Ale from Trillium. So I got the hook up. <laughs> very jealous of that co-worker. <laughs> I will say the Fort Point was a, it was a variant. It was like a double dry hop variant with, I can't remember what hop. I had to look back. I drank it on the podcast. It wasn't my favorite. It was a um, very, very grassy vegetal. So I'm still technically chasing the original Fort Point from Trillium. Okay. It, it was fun to drink that. And then uh, Julius from Treehouse was just, I mean, I the only thing I can say is just it's New England IPA perfection. Okay. I don't really know how, like, why. You know, like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how, if I can explain why. <laughs> but once you drink it you just know go oh, this is better than everything else you grok it what's that so, grok no I'm, I'm gonna fail to make the reference we'll have to add in a postscript it's from a science fiction book it's like to understand but like on a deeper level okay so you fully understand the uh new england ipa all right well i'm jealous because that's on my outstanding whales list but i caught one whale this <laughs> well, we gotta get to boston Yes, that'd be really fun. I caught a whale this year thanks to you. Oh, which one was that? The So I guess it was more of a general, like, I guess the whale was the brewery. But I really always just really wanted to try something from Jester King. So when you brought me that atrial rubicite and then we had it on Thanksgiving together. So you got to try the, their, like, one of their best beers. Yeah, basically. So <laughs> I really wanted a Jester King beer and then you brought me, like, one of their best. So then I really feel like I nailed Jester King. Um, so that was super exciting. So I think that was the only whale I caught this year. I did pick up a bottle of Fundamental Observation, which is in my fridge. Um, ah, I mean, you've so had that one before. But... I've had it before, but I'm waiting for a good... I need like some. I need a uh, special event or good day or something. I need an excuse to drink it, but I'll definitely drink that, that one this year. I know. I've got a bottle of uh, Rusty Nail sitting nice. here. That I will drink eventually. I also have a bottle of the Bourbon County Stout from Goose Island. Oh, the cherry. It's the, not the cherry. It's the, the col- cola. The cola version, yeah. And then I also have a big bottle of uh, Jester King. I think it's called Dichotomous. It's a watermelon wild ale. That sounds amazing. Yes. So I have a... <laughs> I have some stuff in my fridge. I have a 512 pecan. So, the 512 pecan porter. It's an Austin brewery. The pecan porter is like their flagship. I mean, it's I, it, it ranks uh, usually top 10 like Austin beers. You know, like it's just a, a very Austin beer. But I have a, like a double bourbon barrel aged version of the pecan porter. Or not bourbon, a uh, whiskey barrel aged version of the pecan porter that I'm going to have to crack open sense. on a special occasion too. Yeah, yeah, you got some good stuff. I got to come over. Yeah. Drink right through that stock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we... <laughs> I am. Um, I've actually been drinking less beer overall. Yeah. Why is that? Uh, and you know, just be healthy or whatever. The new year. Yeah. Yeah. Eh, forget that noise. <laughs> you need to drink beer so you have lots of opinions for the podcast. Yeah, I know. I know. I can't do like a dry January because you know <laughs> I have a beer podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you got to drink at least four days. <laughs> and I got to have pictures to post on the gram. 
Exactly, the Graham. All right, yeah. so those are the ones you caught? Yeah, Julius and Fort Point. Nice. And I caught my Jester King. So do you want to talk about our goal? Well, maybe not goals, but at least the beers we're adding to our white whale list for hopefully maybe get them this year. Yeah, so mine, which is, is just from my original list, is Heady Topper. I still just need to drink that beer. I don't Oh, and also they have Focal Banger from the hmm. Alchemist Brewing, which it, some people like that better than Hetty Topper. It's kind of a, you know, it's like, are you an Elvis or Beatles person? Gotcha. Have you ever heard that? Every, no. Everyone, everyone is either an Elvis or a Beatles person. You can't like both, which is, I don't know, that doesn't make any sense, but. I'm sure some people do, but yeah, it's like a. Yeah. I mean, I like both. It's kind of but like. I, um, but I am high. an Elvis person. You're an Elvis person? I, I think I would be an one Elvis of person, too. too. I'd be, yeah, love Elvis. Or like pie or cake, or, you know, what's one of those decisions? Yeah. Eddie Topper, Folko Banger. Some people just like one more than the other. So I'd like to have either one or both of those. So Hetty Topper is on my list. Yeah. I actually didn't know about uh, Folko Banger, but looking it up right now, and it is also rated 100, so. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to have even like in that's been on the list for a long time heavy topper it's just hard to get your hands on but yeah that's been on my list for a while maybe this will be the year we knock it out and then i have julius from treehouse brewing which you've had but i've had one of your whales so we're even yeah we're even for now for now yeah <laughs> until i find a coworker that can hook me up <laughs> i know Some heavy topper. i need yeah i don't know why i I feel like Hetty Topper is not that hard to get. You just have to be in the right place at the right time. Yeah, I think if and if you live on the East Coast, I think it's way easier to get. And speaking from uh, recent experience, all I have to do is just talk about something enough, and it just shows up. <laughs> I know you've had really good luck with that. Speaking of showing up at my doorstep, I started a Tavor crate today. <gasps> you did not restart yeah. Tavor for the first time in. It's been a long time. I don't I even don't, know if it's what, been since wait, we started the podcast. You, what drew you back in? <laughs> Worldworks. What did they have on there? They had a like some sort of blueberry. I can't even remember. It's just a, like a sour, like a blueberry pie sour or something. And then they also had another Worldworks banana peanut butter stout or something. And I just like, I know how good they are at flavors. Yeah. And I just couldn't say no. I just thought. Okay, there's been a lot of things that I've thought about buying that, like, oh, maybe this will be what draws me back in, and then I just don't. And as soon as I saw they had two Weldworks beers on there, I just I had to do it. So. You messed up now, Steven. I don't know, started building my crate. <laughs> yep, it gets, gets, you get carried away. I had to, I had to delete that app off my phone. <laughs> So I never tempted. That's exciting, though. Well, maybe we'll be able to pick up one of these. Okay, I can add. Uh, I just added one from one of our most recent episodes. It's the white chocolate from the brewery because it's a wheat wine. I didn't even know wheat wine was a thing, and now I really want to try one. <laughs> and that's the number one wheat wine. That's pretty cool. I feel like I've seen that beer. I've seen that label so many times and never even even thought about what it actually was i assumed it's probably a stout or something but yeah i don't think it'll be very hard for me to get i think they actually have it like at our fancy beer shop in town they have a ton of brewery stuff the problem is it's probably like 40 dollars for that bottle but mm-hmm. uh, i'll just have to get one and drink it on a special occasion that's what you do for your white whales you know you overspend yeah well <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta i do. mean i'm gonna fly out to california <laughs> yeah right you're gonna travel thousand miles 
to see it finally younger. So, which drew some interesting looks today at work. They were like, wait, for a beer release? They're going to California for a beer release? <sighs> they just don't understand. They don't understand. They don't get me like you get me. <laughs> I get you, Steven. I'll probably go with you, so... The fact that they didn't do it in 2021. I know. It's sad. And I mean, there's no even guarantee that they're going to do it this year. They're still, you know, I think if legally they can do it, I think that's what they've said. If there's yeah. no like actual like state mandate or something that they can't do it, then they're going to do it. So, yeah, at this point, they should go for it. Yeah. They're already brewing it. And I'm sure people are planning on coming. Yeah. Pretty so, excited. Yeah. Let's see. OK, so what what else is on your list for uh, this year? So new on my list, and this is because of you, is uh, the Belgian Red from New Glarus. I think what draws me in is that it's so hard to get because it doesn't get out of Wisconsin. Nope. So I have a really funny story for you. <laughs> so Are you going to Wisconsin? <laughs> no. This coworker came up to me, and so it's Christmas time, and um, we were doing like Secret Santa, you know. And she goes, hey, I wanted to talk to you because I just found out that the person I have to give a gift to, I, I, I like, I found out what their favorite beer is. And I was going to see if you you would know where to get it. I was like, oh, what is it? And she's like, it's some, like, cherry beer from Wisconsin or something. And I was like, Belgian Red from New Glarus. And she's like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> like, do you know where I can buy that? <laughs> and I just started laughing. And she was like, what <laughs> what's so funny and i was like you can't get it outside of wisconsin like it's just impossible so you might want to start thinking of another gift yes that's not happening so she came to me the other day and said i got belgian red i was like what how'd she get it how'd she get it she had she like knew somebody that lived up in wisconsin and i guess she knew like multiple people but everyone she was calling like couldn't like was gone like out of wisconsin for vac- on vacation or something but okay. she ended up finding someone finally that she knew that was in wisconsin that got some and sent it to her amazing i was like that is incredible yeah. also what is this person's phone number <laughs> i know can you uh, send me their phone number when you get it yeah apparently it's not if you're in Wisconsin, you can get it. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's difficult to get, except they just do not sell it outside the state. So, yeah, that's like their policy. Crazy. All right, we need a friend. We need a pen pal in Wisconsin. You know, <laughs> we and I never really got into beer trading, but I really should because I can get my hands on um, Pliny. So I think that carries a lot of weight in the beer trading universe. But it always seemed like such a pain to pack it up and shipping is so expensive but i don't know maybe you should i will i would never i don't know it just seems too daunting and too right too much of a hassle i agree but maybe i'll maybe it'd be worth it to do a big uh, trade for a bunch of new galeris belgian red so that's well i've one. had that and i love it so you can be jealous of me on that one yeah i am you'll, you'll love it if you get it though <laughs> so uh, do you have anything new on your list for this year Yes, so I added white chocolate because there were a discussion of wheat wine. Right. And then I added all of, actually all my ads are from our podcast, Utopias from Sam Adams. Although now I'm curious, like, because you got the one that's like not as exclusive. I have the dogfish head one. Okay. And, but does Sam Adams still make their crazy? Yeah. Okay, that's the one I want. They make the one that's in the like 
gold a weird bottle, weird bottle. Yeah. it's like 250 bucks or something yeah that seems like a good white whale but we gotta like find where we can get one then we should like split or something because that's an absurd amount of money to spend <laughs> on a bottle of beer i'm hoping that maybe if we can just get back to the beer festival they'll just have it there again yes that would be worth it if we could get just stand just, in like just taste it that. yeah i just want to taste it because um, what is like what 20 28 percent or something like, yeah i don't even know if i want a whole bottle and that will <laughs> save us 250 dollars that'll like justify the whole trip yeah right i mean not the whole hey, trip, but like the ticket yeah <laughs> you can either buy a ticket to this and try as many beers as you want or you can just buy one bottle of yeah exactly utopias and then i added just because I'm super curious about now, and you have one, but Black Ops from Brooklyn Brewery, because yeah. it just had a really cool backstory. And then, oh, I will tell you, I'm reading Steve Hendy's book. Oh, right now, I will totally regret doing a deep dive on Brooklyn Brewery before reading this book. So I'll tell you a funny story from that book. He is talking about his first time home brewing, and it actually makes me feel a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So he brewed his beer and then he was bottling it and he had this device. So I have a device that you put the bottle on and you put it over the bottle and you kind of um, push the two handles down on the side and it, it seals the cap on the bottle. Well, whatever his device he had, you had to like set it on with the bottle cap and then you had to kind of like hammer a little bit. You had to like tap it and he kept breaking his bottles in the process. Like the bottle would break from the hammering. <laughs> oh my goodness. How hard was he hitting it? Well, he had, I think there's probably just some sweet spot. And then he said that as he got more frustrated by the bottles breaking, <laughs> he was he was hammering harder. He said he broke like over 30 bottles of the like 48 he was filling. Oh my goodness. And he had just had like, he's just sitting in the middle of his kitchen, like a bloody mess because of all these like shards of glass. And his wife like, just like took the kids to the back of the house. It's <laughs> like, like daddy's we'll losing his mind. We'll come back yeah. when you cleaned all that. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. So That's anyway, it made me feel a lot better about my crappy homebrews. Well, everyone has to start somewhere. You're never going to be good at something the first time you do it or the 50th time for if it's complex. So Right. Anyway, I thought that was a funny story. So I'm reading this book and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to have so much more to say. But I'll just throw in little tidbits as we. OK, that sounds good. Or we could always do like a revisited episode. Yeah, he's a fascinating guy. Fascinating story start of that brewery yeah that sounds like a really good book um let's see i have one more and then we can cover the rest of the ones you added and this is another one you told me about and i just added it uh bourbon county stout from goose island but i want the yeah. original i want the og one i don't want the cola one gotcha yeah yeah, yeah I, I think there's something like 10 different variants oh put really? out. i saw an instagram post today of all the 2021 releases and the, the cola one is kind of the strangest and then all the other ones are just like a different mix of like what what barrels they aged it in that kind of okay. stuff it's funny i there must have been like it must have hit the shelves of a different a bunch of different stores because People started posting on the craft beer subreddit pictures of them, their Bourbon County Stout from Goose yeah. Island. And it's really funny because it's Goose Island, which is owned by AB InBev. And so it was interesting watching all these like craft beer nerds who were all into independent beer. They had to justify like, oh, this is the only beer I ever drink that's not independent. Sure, sure, <laughs> sure. Like, this is the one exception that I make. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, we kind of, I think. See why I don't care about that. (laughs) Yeah, when we went into that episode, and that's a good episode, 
that's one of our my favorite episodes we did kind of like exploring that universe it kind of made me realize like none of that stuff super matters yeah it's it's so different so another funny story is that i was in costco and i saw the they had like a 24 beers of it's like a pack of like 24 different craft beers okay i don't know if it was like a advent kind of thing anyway yeah it was like 24 beers of cheer or something but anyway, it was just this 24 pack of mixed craft beer and it was funny because when i first saw it i was like oh that's a really cool mix of different beers that's awesome like these breweries are cool and then we did that episode and i saw a picture of that thing again and i'm looking at it and i'm like oh it's it's 10 barrel it's goose island golden road i was like these are all ab and bev yeah i was like that's why they got they were able to get a mix of you know it's just it's all one beer company that's so funny, but it looks like you're getting this like massive variety. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's not I I was super impressed by the mix of beers and beer styles and stuff. So, I think it's just even more evidence that they're not going to ruin craft beer, There's any, beer anymore. They're not going to ruin it. That and the but, corporate structure doesn't always matter. But they did they did ruin some breweries, but yeah. Yeah. And I also understand the like, you know, it's kind of like people who don't buy from Amazon. Right. Yes. Like it's just like they would rather support a local business instead of like a give their money to like a big business that doesn't treat their employees right or, you know, or that kind of thing. So um, so I get that. I do understand it from that. Point. Yeah, but, that makes sense. But the argument that they they're going to ruin it or make bad beer, that is definitely not true. So Fair enough. Anyway. That is really funny that the whole variety pack was all. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, oh, I get it. it makes so much more sense now. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, so those are the ones I added to my list. What else did you add to your list? So I also the newest gold medal goes a winner at the Great American Beer Festival always makes my white whale list for the next yeah. year because I just figure if you win gold for your goza, it must be good. So this is a cucumber lime goza from Urban South Brewing, which is in New Orleans. So I was like, okay, that's not like that far. Maybe they, maybe I can get it. Maybe they distribute it to Texas. And then literally during, so you, you don't, you guys don't hear the break, but we take a little break during the podcast. I added, I edited that break out. But during the break, I was looking at my phone and Urban South has a Houston tap room. What? Yeah. Nice. So I'm thinking I might be able to get that beer when I'm down in Houston for something. So. That's awesome. You always get so lucky. I know. The beer gods shining down on me again. I have to make the podcast. That's my sacrifice. Yes. As long as you make the podcast, you all the beer you ever want <laughs> falls into your lap. I I need to get to to the we need to get to this podcast to the point where like breweries send beer to drink. Yeah, that's the dream. But we're still gonna we give them. To, I think we need more than a hundred followers. <laughs> Instagram. Yeah, follow us on Instagram. It's attenuation.podcast. We're almost to 100, big triple digit. We need, I feel like we need a couple thousand before we're going to be able to like get beer sent to us. Yeah. But if you some, need to create like a couple fake accounts. <laughs> yeah, we don't mind. Like us from multiple accounts. That's yeah, fine. Send your bot, your bots to like an up. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so do you have any other uh, white whales that you added? Not that I could think of. Like I said, I've gotten pretty lucky. So I've got some stuff in my fridge that I need to drink. Some good Definitely. stuff. Yep, and I have... I Oh, I forgot to mention, your, I, when you said Kalamazoo Stout, now I really want one of those. 
Oh yeah, you've added that. Because I used to I used to live in Kalamazoo, so that, that's yeah. Pretty, it's like one of their pretty. original recipes, I guess. So that's awesome. I love that. Yeah, that was a, I was that was a fun. It was fun seeing that in the store today. All right, cool. So is that our? Those are that's our list. So we'll have to check in on our first episode of 2023 and see if we drank them all. Yeah. I don't think we're going to get all of them this year, but we'll get some of them. I really want you to get that Belgian red. Belgian red, yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I can probably get a hold of this Goza. The Heady Topper, I don't know. It may be, that may be my one. carryover for quite a few years. <laughs> yeah. I think I'll I'll definitely go and see if I can get that white chocolate at the brewery. I think I can get one of those. So that'll be a at least I can so, get one off the list. Yeah. So some of these, these goals are attainable. Yeah. Or I can just keep looking at Craft Shack and waste all my money. Yep. That's another way to do it. They had Hattie Topper on Craft Shack once, didn't they? Yes, they did. And I <laughs> couldn't pull the trigger because I didn't want to spend that much money. Cost you like forty dollars for one can. Yeah. <laughs> They have a an impressive array of beers though lately yeah. on Craft Shack. Like they have a bunch of really good Belgian stuff, a r- bunch of really good. I mean, I can't believe how easy it is to get fundamental observation right now. I mean, if you're willing to pay the money. Yeah, the pr- they get you with the shipping. That's the problem. That's who we need to sponsor the podcast, even Craft Shack. Oh yeah, Craft Shack or Tavor. Yeah, if you guys are listening. <laughs> You just pay us in beer. You don't mind. All right. Well, if you are enjoying the podcast, we invite you to subscribe and also follow us on Instagram at attenuation.podcast. There's lots of cool pictures there that mostly Stephen takes. And if you want to reach out to us directly, we're available at contact.attenuation at gmail.com. So I think that does it. This has been episode 42 of Attenuation, a beer podcast. My name is Jason, and I'm joined by my best friend since eighth grade, Stephen. That's me. All right, sir. Well, we'll be back in a week for episode 43. I hope everyone had an excellent and safe New Year's and see what the year holds in the store. All right. Cheers, buddy. All right. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Attenuation of Your Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and follow us on Instagram or Facebook for more fun content. Catch you next week. Cheers. Cheers.